Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klozmer Podcast 76 for Saturday, February 19th, 2011. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. On this episode of the podcast, my guest is the band Yiddish Princess from New York. I really like this group. They play 80s-style rock with Yiddish lyrics. I think it's a great concept, and I really enjoy their music. They've released a self-titled Yiddish Princess EP, and it's available uh, everywhere online. But uh, we'll get to hear a track from the album a little bit later. But first, here's my interview with Yiddish Princess. This was recorded back on August 21st, 2010 at Klez Canada. Hi, this is Keith with Closer Podcast, and we're at Klez Canada 2010, visiting with some random members of Yiddish Princess, um, hot new Yiddish rock. I don't know how you describe the genre, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Rock, okay, it's a new rock band. And have uh, Michael Winograd to uh, start us off. Michael, welcome to Klezmer Podcast. Hey, it's great to be here, Keith. Nice to see you again. Nice to be anywhere with you. Always. It's, it, things are nice when you're around and I'm around and we're around. It's another gorgeous day here at Klez Canada. It's only been raining since this morning, so everything is nice and fresh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the freshness is in the air. But about Yiddish Princess. Oh, right. Um, performed a little bit uh, the other night and brought down the house. So it was really fun. Um, tell us what made you guys think of getting Yiddish Princess together and how you got... Um, your arrangements and everything. How did we get Yiddish Princess together? Well, um, when you love Yiddish music and you love 80s power pop, there's really only one thing to do. Combine them. And that's what we did. <laughs> we combined them. you could, or you could them. live in eternal struggle. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. Or you could play klezmer music and be, be depressed and all the time and just go home and listen to Bon Jovi and just wait for the modulation and living on a prayer every day and never be satisfied. And that wasn't enough for, for us. It wasn't. Yeah. You have to change key once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. So um, how did you uh, collect all of your collective here? Uh, everybody, we, we've known almost everybody for a long time already, right? From other Klez-related Klez types of things, but all the rock stuff. Now, Yoshi, I know, is uh, kind of a rocker at heart anyway, So it, it's, uh, and so is Avi. So um, did you have to rockify the, the Klezmer people or, or Klezmify the rock people? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's some, some of us. So, well, here's the thing. Some of us. Some of us, yes, are you know like just like straight up rock musicians, but like people like like our drummer Chris and our bassist Ari really needed to be taken out of the klezmer thing, out of the klezmer comfort zone, and to be to be, to be shown how to play rock because they're, they're very comfortable. I mean, they're very comfortable playing you know that Jewish style, that old world style, and they really needed you know like in the middle of a tune, like Chris will slip into a bulgar, and it'll kind of throw stuff off. And I don't know, man. We we went through a few drummers before we found Chris because a lot of the previous class, like, did Temkin play with us for a little well, while? Well, not Temkin. Elaine Hoffman Watts was playing with us for a while, and and we and you know and uh, and they were they were and the, pro- the problem. Yeah, here's the thing. The problem with Elaine Hoffman Watts was that she Elaine went all rock. 
<laughs> she went all rock, and we needed someone. Well, you know, we needed someone. Let me find the middle ground. Yeah, we needed someone who really could bring the klezmer. I mean, she showed up in leather for the yeah. first rehearsal. Yeah, we, we really. Had a whip. We, you know, we, we really <laughs> needed little, someone little who could bring a little klezmer into the drumming. So, you know, so that's why we, we took someone who was rich in the klezmer tradition, like Chris Berry. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let Chris speak for himself. So, where did you get your klez training, Chris? Uh, I got my klez training at um, the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the Avi Fox Rosen School of uh, Hasidic Wedding Bands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, but seriously, what 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 was the concept, and how you got actually this really great sounding band together? I mean, it's phenomenal. Oh, thank Sarah. you. It's all Sarah's fault, right? Yeah, Sarah, why don't you talk about it a little bit? Sarah Dolling. Yes, sir. How, how do you keep these guys under control? First off. Well, I'm a school teacher during the day, and I'm also, yeah, yeah, no, third grade, and I'm also Jewish, and a late, so I'm very manipulative. <laughs> That's how I do it. No, they're fantastic. Throw the water at me. Guys, all right, I'll, I'll take over the interview. <laughs> Yiddish Princess is my brainchild. I, um... It's now being called the obvious. Yeah, actually, it's obvious. Already in the back of a cab in New York. No, actually, really, but maybe we'll give you a little bit of truth. So, Michael and Sarah were making some songs. They 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 had a little project called Yiddish Princess, which was mostly a gag. And actually, in many ways, the 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 the, the, the Yiddish Princess has evolved from gag to slightly less gag. And we're not really sure where on the spectrum we fall now, but at least the songs hold together. Which is good, but you guys, you, you know, we 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 got a, we have a program. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you have a set. Yeah, we got a set. We have a set of music. Yeah. We have a record, mm-hmm. uh, which is on sale at cdbaby.com. www.cdbaby.com slash cd slash Yiddish Princess. Adrian Cooper called Michael Winograd a genius, by the way. That's <laughs> just, I just wanted to go on record. A genius and a Yiddish princess. I just think, you know, there's a lot of hearsay going on about Michael, but we should just, anyway, that's all. Ari Fulman Cohen is a great bassist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ari, thoughts? Yeah, I'm a great bassist. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really good, you know? Especially once it gets plugged into the amp, right? Yeah, once it gets, yeah, once it gets plugged into the amp. There's not much acoustic going on with Yiddish oh, Princess. Well, I mean, the whole thing was is that I was only playing klezmer on electric bass, but I didn't realize that you had to plug it in, you know? <laughs> well, what would you... Uh, no, because it, it, it's, it's driving rock. I mean, there's not... Seriously, for anybody that doesn't that hasn't heard this stuff yet, it's not really much Jewish stuff besides the lyrics, right? Or it's, it's the, what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 rock. It's regular rock. Is it a minor? You know, rock and roll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it's like a lot of the tunes are. I mean. I mean, I haven't seen the translations yet, but what are the songs about? That's going to be a good question. That's a great question, Keith. You did a good That's job it. with that one. I've always yeah. wanted to know, what are they about? What are they about? <laughs> what? Yeah, Yoshi. Yoshi's going to answer that. Yoshi, you want to answer that? That's what the songs are about, Yoshi. Come on, I always tell you guys what they're about. <laughs> well, there's... You pass that around with Yoshi. There's... There's... Close, closer, closer. Oh. 
Well, there's fine, right there. Uh, Don't need the mic. Well, we're working on a singable translation for Verve Blyven. Yes, which right. is about yeah, it's about a young schoolgirl who <laughs> wants to leave the small town for the big city, and and she has a cousin who's in the big city. Right. So she wants to take over. Um, she wants to take over. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, that's not just New York, no, no. isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's true. She wants to live with her cousin in the big city. Right. Yeah. Right. No, for a serious uh, translation of of that poem, which I just happened to learn about at Clays Canada, um, I'm going to pass it back to the Yiddish princess herself. <laughs> <laughs> so the so- the songs are about every lots of stuff. So there's folk songs that are about love and wanting to suck face with someone. That's a traditional song, by the way. Um, and then there's some of the, suck face. It means to make out with. <laughs> the, yeah. I saw that on Golden Pond. It was on in Golden Pond. On Golden Pond. Do they s- and, uh, Catherine Hepburn Henry and Fonda. Henry Fonda suck face. Yeah. That's it. I just have that scene on repeat at home. Just watch them suck face all the time. Is that what we're... So, and then the other songs <laughs> are about... Well, Vervet Blyben is a modernist poem. It's not really... It's like, what will remain? A string of foam will remain. That song's a fiddle rose. <laughs> For its own benefit, and only seven gra- great blades of grass of all the grasses will understand it. What God remains is it enough? Nope. <laughs> and then Avi says no, and that's the end. Are there ever leftovers? Well, that's it. There's always a leftover, like a drop. There are always leftovers for lunch. So, so the songs so far are from existing um, texts or, or poems. Yeah, I mean, even the songs that, guys, that we've done. Well, so, new lyrics as well? Um, upcoming material? I mean, it's in the we plan for it. Some of the stuff that we do, like I've, like we do a song that Michael and I wrote together several years ago, and another one where I wrote the lyrics to, but they predate Yiddish Princess. <laughs> I think eventually there will be some stuff, but there's so much, so much Yiddish music trove. to be. It's a treasure trove, really. The well is deep. Avi found a Holocaust song that we use. I did. Uh, okay. Where would you find a Holocaust song? On the internet. Found it on the internet. I'm just. <laughs> I found it in the Brooklyn Library. I went to, I, I uh, was looking for, I was actually looking for uh, for some other songs, and I went to the, Joe Pesci. I was looking for Joe Pesci. <laughs> and I, I mean, I just, there's a, there's a collection of, of 30 songs from the ghetto. When I think of ghetto, I think of Yiddish Princess. And um, so I picked up that book, and I started leafing through the pages. And there are several songs that were like potentials. Like there's a song called Ghetto, which or the hook, I forget who sings it. There's a great recording of it that by that German, the woman who lives in Germany, Israeli. German, anyway, but Ghetto, da-na-na. And, we, and I heard that line. Oh, sorry. And I was thinking Ghetto, and that'd be a great like just like that. But then I showed it to Sarah, and she's like, "Wow, that's a lot of Holocaust. We're done with that song." And I said, "Okay, you're right, fine." But I found this other song, Lomir Schweigen, which is. 
uh, be very silent, and which is a pretty dark rocker. And if you come to our show at Salarosa, I guess you probably won't if you're hearing this podcast because. It'll probably it'll be, later. It'll be afterwards. Podcast is going to come out in 2015. <laughs> well, catch us another time. You might hear this very dark setting of like new metal setting of Lomer Schweigen. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. Who hasn't spoken yet? Leah. Leah. <laughs> as, as the official band groupie, uh, what, what's your? Uh, was it? I didn't see her on the stage. She does all the back work. What do you think she's doing the laptop stuff? Oh, she's... Are you the agent? Are you the, 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 the manager? What are you doing? Have you ever heard of a flip camera? I, I, I live and die by the flip camera. That, that's my official role in Yiddish Princess. The and, documentarian. And I think I do it quite well. Yeah. She's great. Give her a quiet round of applause. The virtual round of applause. Very good. So... Well, have you met Nina Lincoln? Uh, I no. She, man- she, ma- she manages our our, um, our 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 fan page. <laughs> okay. And and how can people find your fan page? Well, we get, yeah. Enough. <laughs> if they went on that internet thing and started typing, what would they type? To make it funny. Yiddish print. No, no. Oh, uh. Say a joke. They have this thing called the internet, and if if you have a computer, you can access the internet. And that well, that's technically a computer. iPods are technically computers. Um, The iPad. Which one? Right. That can't. That was that was before they announced the name of the the product. Yeah. But on the internet. You can open a web browser, <laughs> and um, do you, how do you do that? Double click, Grandma. <laughs> www.yiddishprincess.com for all of your Yiddish princess needs. Aaron. <laughs> yes. No pressure here. Oh, good. That's it. Back uh, to you, Keith. Man, a few words. The music speaks for itself, right, Aaron? Yeah. I, I, does, it, does Aaron play with you occasionally also? Or? No, never. Never. Okay. No. Okay. Then why is he talking? <laughs> what is your prerogative in all of this, Keith? What are you getting at here? You're getting rich. <laughs> I, I'm helping you guys. Because... Thank you. Uh, the world needs to know about Yiddish Princess. Oh, it's true. And uh, it's fun. And you guys are, are a fun group. And the music is great. And, like, uh, you probably know nobody read the newsletter from yesterday. I put a little thing in there. Because because watching watching the other night, like I said, you've got everything from the teenagers to uh, middle-agers like me to um, the Altacockers. And everybody's there having fun. So it's got... Something for everyone. Something for everyone. And probably all the younger people actually get the jokes and stuff, but... But uh, <laughs> but the... Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> and the old people will get the lyrics, so that's good. And the middle-aged people are sort of... I, I'm kind of lost, but but I, I just like nod my head, and so it's okay. <laughs> 
you know, I, I could use a horn section, but other than that, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Oh, who do you think? You think someone? Well, Michael Winograd's going to produce our next record, and we're planning on having a very big budget with a lot of horns. A lot of horns. A lot of horns. Bernard Purdy's actually gonna gonna overdub some. No, no, no. It's uh, Chris. Shuffle. It's Chris. It's Chris playing the, <laughs> the whole Purdy, time. The Purdy Shuffle. It, yes. It really is Chris. You see, the thing about Purdy's the Purdy Shuffle. The thing about the Purdy Shuffle is that it's made up of eighth notes, quarter notes, half notes, and whole notes. <laughs> Triplets. <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks, Keith. We really appreciate this opportunity to talk up uh, Yiddish Princess. Yeah, thanks, guys. So we get the uh, the inside look at the uh, at the world of Yiddish Princess. But uh, seriously, check out the music, check out the website, buy the CD, and uh, book them in your town, please, because they don't want to have to do clubs for the rest of their lives. YP forever. That's right. <laughs> YP forever, at least for the next couple of years. All right, thank you, everybody. Bleiben
Hi, this is Joel Rubin, and you're listening to KlezmerPodcast.com. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Yiddish Princess, and the track we heard was Verve Bleiben from their self-titled EP. I'd very much like to thank Yiddish Princess for appearing on the podcast and for allowing me to play the track for you. Remember, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear or have your music played on the podcast, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released CD you'd like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. And again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com. You can also find me on MySpace, Facebook, Last.fm, Twitter, and Skype at username klezmerpodcast. And as always, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 76. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed, tell your friends, and until next time, bye for now.